So that's how you should be acting. Every time you have that call where you says a problem or something happened, again, you live in the most beautiful, powerful world. You have the most beautiful God's given brain. You have thousands of solutions as minimum three in each situation. Amen. And focus on the solution. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. We are joined by Inesa Ponomariove, the founder of Nisos Hemp. Inesa shares her extraordinary journey from facing personal challenges and adversity to discovering her mission to fight cancer. Learn how Anissa's determination and unwavering values led to her incredible work in cancer research and the founding of Niso's Hemp, offering certified, highest quality organic hemp products. This episode is a testament to the power of finding purpose and making a positive impact on the world. But first, let's hear from Anissa herself on how to pronounce her last name. Welcome back to another episode here on Hacks and Hobbies. Today, I get to speak with Nissa, and I cannot pronounce her last name, so I'm going to leave it to her, and she can tell us how to pronounce it. Nissa, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me here today. And the last name is Ponomaravaita. So all right, Ponomaravaita. <laughs> yeah, I almost did it. I almost did it. I, I just need some more practice. Anissa, uh, thank you so much. This is exciting. You've done some amazing things over the years. So let's take a walk through memory lane and rediscover your origin story. Tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got started and where you come from, because audience here might not have heard about you before. So let's jump right in with your origin story. Yeah, it depends which story because there's so many stories of my life. So I think that I want to do something big and special in this world. I always knew when I was a young girl. But then, of course, when you grow up, you have this pressure who you want to be. Where are you going to go? What college or what degree? Who are you going to become? So that also kind of led me to like not really understanding my true self and just following the masses. And just doing what everybody else is doing, going to the college. They don't know why. They don't have their purpose in life. So, you know, and sometimes it is hard to find your purpose in life because when you're young, right? But I feel like if you focus on in a young age, you definitely can you can uh, can accomplish that. So, yeah. again, came in, in the United States from Lithuania, uh, age 21. I came just to visit the country. Mm -hmm. And I met a man and he promised me a world. And uh, from the moment I made a decision to stay, mm -hmm. I actually lost my um, status in the country, like legal oh. status in the country. And so the only one way to gain status is basically to get married with someone. And at that point, there's only one person I could possibly get married, right? Yeah. So, or other situations, which is my, in my case was other situation. But long story short, is I, I stayed in the United States because of the love story, but the love story turned into I can't even call it nightmare. Most people say a nightmare, but it's really not mm -hmm. because it made me so strong and powerful. Where today I can move mountains and have a big smile on my face. So that relationship didn't end too well. 
it got me to the point where I was facing homelessness. I lost my complete identity, who I am as a person, in the physical realm and the spiritual at the same yeah. time. So started from completely from nothing in this country, absolutely nothing. And of course, I had a big goals, but at the same time, I was going through major challenges. I had people taking advantage of me left and right, mm -hmm. because when I grew up in Lithuania, my mom said that never lie, never steal, and never cheat. So then I grew up on these strong values and I thought no one is lying, stealing and chilling, stealing, stealing and cheating. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing the world through my own glasses and, and I got realized this is completely opposite stuff going on out there. Yeah. So that reality check-in was hard because I was young, fighting in these very heavy duty cases, targeted by human traffickers, also dealing with a crazy love story that ended you know on a lot of arrests and all kinds of things so mm -hmm. you name it so you think what happened what i'm gonna do now i should be depressed yeah. right now and jump off the bridge but i wasn't i truly truly every time i was experiencing pain i promised myself that one day i'll be a strong and powerful woman and i'm gonna come to end situations like that mm -hmm. So, and that's exactly what happened, except it didn't happen as fast as I wished to. It took me like nine, nine, eight years to get to that point. Yeah. But I did it. <laughs> so, so story was very holy coaster, like absolutely just like in the Six Flags, you know, up, upside down all day long. Yeah. So entrepreneurship was completely in my heart because I remember when I had no documentation, no legal status in this country, not even mm -hmm. a credit card or social security or driver's license. So I decided to, you know, become the best in something. And that time I really was dealing with my legalities. I couldn't go work regular jobs because they yeah. would hire you for the, your legal status purposes so i just decided to help people and clean the service i became a cleaning lady basically mm -hmm. in temporarily so i created a huge goodness gracious that was like 11 12 years ago yeah mm -hmm. uh, i created a huge demand because of the really good quality of work i did and got to the point where i was able to hire nine ladies working for me mm -hmm. and end up working a different job which just was much cleaner and yeah didn't require me to clean homes anymore and things like that. And that job pushed me for another job, for another better job. And it got to the point where eventually I was able to become one of the best actually agents in the financial industry. In the So I went through all the stages. So I seen it all, absolutely all. Yeah. So that's how I started, I guess, in the country. But there was a lot of starting points at this point. So, so when you asked me the question, I wasn't sure exactly. No. That's really good because it kind of gives the audience the the overview of all the different struggles that you went through and you kept your values close to heart. Being a hard worker, you know, keeping those values that your mother taught you to keep doing better and better no matter what calamity came to you. You got right back up like, nope, I'm going to keep going. Keep and, and that's some of the things that people get disheartened when a cloud is like, oh my God, this is never going to work. Like they don't have that positive mindset. And I'm sure that you also faced that feeling at one point or another, but then having that strong value system and a strong family backing, you know, always gets you back into the, the race and, and keep moving.
No, absolutely. And that's exactly what happened. You're absolutely right. It's it's like, no, I know better. I'm not going to be like the rest of these people. Yeah. And uh, even they may be driving in the nice black cars at that time, you know, <laughs> and, and everything. And I'm, you would think I'm doing less than them, but I said, I'm never going to be like these people. And I will prove the integrity is worth more than anything. And that yeah. got me through life, to be honest with you. It really did. Because if I say I'll do something, I will do something. If I'll say I'll come on time i'll come on time and mm-hmm. it, people could count on me and yeah. it's it, it was a big deal absolutely love that so one of the things that's really inspiring is you have a certified highest quality organic product on the market hemp product on the market and you mentioned something about your mom being cancer free tell me a little bit about that my mother's cancer was the best news for the world and our family so I mean, not a lot of people will say that because they have these entire campaigns of F-U-C-K cancer, right? They abhor that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure there's a value in what you've learned and why it's the best thing to happen to your family. Yeah, absolutely. So it really started the whole, my second journey of life started where I am right now and I'll stay there forever. You can't remove me (laughs) from where I am right now. It's mission impossible. So (laughs) what happened is, you know, when I really finally settled my life from the disease because I was very sick and I used to go see a lot of doctors, Mm. I didn't know any better. So when I, and I just decided to change my lifestyle because all these doctors and pills wasn't serving me. In fact, was getting me worse. So what I decided to do, I said, I have to try something different. And I just changed the lifestyle and it got me a little bit of difference, a little bit of change. And that little bit of change got me so excited where I went fully in and within one year, I was able to reverse all my health conditions that I had mm. since the childhood. So that that being said, that planted a seed in my brain that God created a lots of beautiful plants and foods for us to be healthy. Yeah. So, so that was like, it was great, but wasn't enough. So when I finally really got my life together, where I was working in the financial industry, building construction business on the side, becoming a contractor slash was looking to buy apartments and rent sure. them out and X, Y, Z. So what happened is I was truly asking God for for years straight, God, don't tell me that this is American dream. Mm-hmm. Please tell me what's my purpose in life. Because what happened is like everything looked so perfect on a piece of paper. If you would looked at my life that time, I had a days, you know, off on the weekends working, making money, young, beautiful, uh, having healthy life, finances putting together. At that time, I was actually already putting money away to bring my sister in the United States Mm -hmm. so I can give her education. And I did. I put my sister through college, supported her for four or five years from A to Z. So, but it wasn't enough. Mm. I said, this is can be true. This is not fulfilling my soul. This is, right. I'm wasting my energy. I'm wasting, this is, it can be, this is, can be my life. And I really was talking to people. I said, please tell me, like, how do you feel about your life? I was just so curious how people <laughs> feel about their lives. And I, since I was, I still are pretty respected in multiple layers of levels of people. I, I used to sit with people who are making millions and billions of dollars and say, how do you feel about your life? Do you fulfill your purpose? So I was so curious and I did couldn't get an answers from anybody. So I decided to ask God. I said, he knows the best. So I just asked God. 
So one year praising God on my knees, please tell me what's my purpose in life. Please tell me what's my purpose in life. I know I'm not. And I get this beautiful, amazing phone call from Lithuania. Mm. At seven o'clock in the morning, I'm making my shake to go get ready to work out. And she tells me that dying in six months from now, I, I don't know what I'm going to do now, but we, we need to start chemo and radiation. And, and she tells me about her cancer. And as she's crying and being sad mm. about her diagnosis, I literally have tears of joy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And she's like, what's going on? Like, what do you mean it's amazing? Are you sleeping and talking? Because she knows I used to do that when I was a kid. So she FaceTimed me. She's like, I'm dying. I said, mom, I was asking God to tell me what to do in life. So you want to, you ask God for me to die? It's like, no, mom, <laughs> I, did. I don't want you to die in any possible cost and shape and form. Mom, I was asking God, what's my purpose in life? And as you were speaking, I said, what happened to me? I truly see me founding the cure for cancer and every possible cure for cancer and doing whatever it takes, make sure you are saved. And I truly see right now, mom, millions of people are smiling, walking happy. Most likely they're happy because they also had the same situation like yours. And now they're going to be mm. cancer free. She's like, me not even like, what are you doing? She was, she was so lost. Like, can yeah. you imagine before you're like, she... I'm dying? And mm -hmm. she's like, you should be celebrating right now because this is the best thing ever happened to mm. us. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it in my heart. It was so loud and clear that this is my mission. And that's exactly what it was. And I was so right. That's what I said. You can change the inch in my life. And and what happened? I left the country. I spent 20, 27,000 hours on global cancer research. I talked to every possible scientist, doctor. I recorded, read the books. I, I, I was very open-minded to learn about all the treatments out yeah. there. Just yeah. the one treatment. Why pharmaceuticals, for example, or the chemotherapy doesn't kill the stem cells of the cancer, but we're still doing them, right? So then I, I, I realized there's politics involved. So I had to learn the politics. Then I learned the history involved. Oh, what happened? We changed the history. Oh, in fact, we actually created a new history. And I'm like, so I had to really go in the deep rabbit hole of this cancer, not just on the science, but also picking up the people. So I spent quite thousands of hours and and as a result my mom uh, was cancer free four months later no chemo no radiation and as a result because of my mom's cancer today we have i don't know definitely not hundreds and thousands thousands of people being healthy and disease free because of what happened to my family that's amazing man um and it's a really inspiring i mean it's you asked to be shown the sign what is my purpose and the sign was a call from your mom hey i have cancer and i only have six months to live and then you going on that journey because you've already got better by applying the knowledge that you had learned and that's and now you're you've got your own company and you founded this company nissa's hemp it's just amazing to hear you know, that there's thousands of people living healthy and free of cancer. Now, the funny part is my 
father-in-law passed away of cancer uh, almost 13 years ago. And, you know, he had asbestos cancer. Her youngest brother passed away of cancer six months ago. And we found out last year, exactly like a month after my son was born, we found out that he had cancer, he had brain cancer. And they're like, we're not going to do any chemotherapy. We're just going to keep the best, you know, best that we can. Three months, he was good. And then towards the end, you know, the rest of the three, two or three months, you know, he, he started losing um, capabilities. And it's really interesting because cancer is not an external disease, right? It is yeah. a mutation of our bodies because of the food that we put in our bodies. And the water and, and the, the water. air and toxic relationships. So the way we work with cancer, for example, or, or any other disease in my other company, my Regenesis 369, mm -hmm. we approach both. We approach the old physical and we approach all emotional. We get through all your traumas from the past because, for example, liver holds all the trauma. Like, mm. so I can I can work on you spiritually, or you can go on all these motivation speakings and yeah. listen to the most positive things in the world. But that liver does have this little knot, and this knot can be released. Yes, it's great to have a good mindset and try and clean up the mess there in the mental well-being mm. but that knot still physically is sitting in your liver so we need to release that knot so when you release emotional and physical you see miracles happening all day long it, and people think it's miracles but it's really not mm. so my hem company it's actually never came by choice that was like a second i thought i'm just going to be helping people to be well for the rest of my life yeah and their lives so, but the ham company came, I realized and I learned essentials on something that I'm not allowed to speak about this because it's federally illegal mm -hmm. on your own organ that you have it. God gave you, it's called endocannabinoid system on your own system. And I'm thinking why they don't want us to learn about the system. And that system is the most essential thing in your body. And that single one American knows in America today that mm -hmm. they carry this magical system in their body and they produce their own cannabinoids that are responsible to control thousands of systems in your body, including yeah. central system. And when I learned that you start losing those cannabinoid production in your own body because you're exposed to stress, toxic water, toxic relationships, mold, heavy metals, and all that stuff, glyphosate, which is gluten intolerance. I can't even stop when I say gluten intolerance. I would say too much of glyphosate in your body, not gluten intolerance. We need to change the the the, the way we explain things instead it's such an innocent word everybody i'm just looking intolerant no stop saying that you're too much glyphosate you're no longer human you're glyphosate that's why i mean you put a little bit extra more of glyphosate in your body which is you call gluten uh you become allergic to it because your body can't handle anymore anymore you're about to become a bomb which is going to explode in a minute so it's such a things where you realize the the way they reworded, reshaped the most dangerous things. So your body starts losing cannabinoid production mm. naturally 
or not natural because you're exposed to glyphosate, which is lotin yeah. intolerance, or the water or anything, and you start falling in the part. And all what you need to do, just empower that cannabinoid system with something safe and effective. But the problem is there is no safe and effective because our government decided to give you zero regulations how to produce mm -hmm. these products. And it's only up to consumers to know better. So if the consumers will get educated by someone like me who cares, that's great. But if they don't, they're going to be putting more glyphosate and more metals in their body on those mm -hmm. CBD products. That's so crazy. And glyphosate is one of the broad, I mean, it's a herbicide, right? And crop, I mean, it's, it's sprayed on all the crops. And so, yeah. oh my God, this is, this is very fascinating. I'm, I'm, so we're, we have allergies in our family. Like my oldest son has, you know, different food allergies. My daughter is five-year-old. She's has the gluten tolerance and, she, you know, so we have to get all the gluten-free stuff for her. But this is really good to know because I want to rid all of these allergies for my kids so they can enjoy all the foods that, that they're provided. It's just, it's, thank you, man. This is, this is mind blowing. I, I don't even know where to go from here because this is, I mean, this is powerful. I, when, it, when it comes to the health topic, and again, I, I tell people all the time, I'm really nobody. I just produce results. And today, no one in the world can beat our results. I don't know yeah. a single person, human, doctor, scientist who can do produce so much of results. So again, I'm just a passionate and I'm here to help. But if you're going to get me into the health topic, so <laughs> we're probably never going to end. We're because... probably never going to end, yeah. That's, that's probably a few other episodes that we'll, we'll have to... <laughs> The health topic to. itself, yeah, I tell, I coach doctors, I truly are, and I coach scientists, I yeah. open their eyes, we're putting them on a new path, on a new way of looking for things, and we talk about parasites, I'm literally the first person in this country to push parasitic topic, and now I see more and more doctors talking about their, mm. you know, parasites, which is so huge, it's so important to know these things, and they're part of our lives, and controlling our lives and putting us to the death sentence while your doctor slash drug dealers trying to give you these drugs instead trying to fix your system so that's why i became passionate about nessus or the hemp industry because i saw i saw physically visited putting my right hand on my heart visited these facilities i visited these companies and i said mm -hmm. i need to know what's in your products oh we'll show lab results i don't need to see your lab results i want to make my own testing i was going to cost you a lot of money don't worry about it at least i will know the truth because mm -hmm. i'm going to bring it to the world the truth i need to i need these cannabinoids and i need to figure out which company i can trust which company still runs their business with integrity yeah. and they have news for you Sadly, not single one of them passed a lab results. Yeah. And then I started investigating laboratories. And then I learned the laboratories don't even have to actually tell you what's <laughs> in the lab results or what to do. Pay a couple hundred bucks extra and they yeah. will tell and they will report to whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. Everybody's in it for the money, right? They don't care <laughs> about the health of anybody because they're not related unless they're in the shoes of a of a sick person maybe they'll open their eyes 
you know, it's, they're probably not taking their own products. <laughs> no, they don't. They mm -hmm. really don't. And your smart Google even tells you, if you go on Google, the Google is so smart that tells you the truth that CBD is a drug. And we both know that if you use natural compounds like spinach, tomatoes, apples, I mean, herbs, you can patent nature. Mm -hmm. So today, CBD is patented as a drug. That means it's not natural. It's a drug for epilepsy patented by Food and Drug Administration. Mm. It's called epidolics. So it's not natural. And it's not even coming. That CBD doesn't even exist in the mm. plant. And That's everybody so is running at this. So, so, so when I said, I'm completely lost. I said, me too. I was very lost when I find out this whole information. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we're going to continue on this topic on another episode we're going to be having a more health aware episode but your journey has been in truly an inspiration for me and and how you've combated your life and you've you know you've seen the light you've you've inspired others you've helped so many people thank you so much for sharing in this so we're going to take a quick break when we get back we'll share three hacks for the audience can't wait I'm Junaid Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Hey guys, welcome back. We've been talking, we've been speaking with Anissa here on the podcast. So much inspiration, so much passion in this conversations. And Anissa loves health. I mean, she spent over 27,000 hours figuring out what is wrong or what cancer is and and she's been able to create solutions and create so many healthy people not create but help so many people to be free of their problems and it's that you have some really amazing story and thank you so much for sharing do you have three hacks for us for the entrepreneurs listening to the show i have probably a lot of lot more than that. I'm <laughs> not just, more than three. That would, to, would be the most important one. Again, someone who's so passionate about the health and including my own self, like reversing my complete, trying to add the additional hundred years of my life mm. to look the way I am today. And you know, I think the number one hack is definitely would be you can be productive no matter how good you are, no matter how amazing and talented you are, if you are all over the place. If you're sick, if you're not feeling well, if some inflammation is taking over, 
your gut, which is your brain. The, the number one hack, try taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're absolutely no good to no one, including your business or your work environment, if you're not going to take care of yourself. So, and the sad news is, it's really not sad. It's just the reality that I realized when I was a young girl, no one is going to come after you to help you. Okay. Mm-hmm. No one. So when you get the punches, it's called life punches in your face, just get up and go. That's it. Because no one is going to come up to pet you and say, I'm so sorry, little boy, little girl is not going to happen. We no longer in childhood, we're an adult. And I can promise you the most beautiful thing out there is that every problem is loaded with minimum three to 33 solutions. So don't waste your time. So yeah, another hack would be the second hack besides your health would be don't waste your time. Don't get caught up on the problems. I promise you, and I'm not joking. You can ask every employee that I have in the company. When they call me and they said, we have a problem. My first answer is we have no problem. No, 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 no. I promise you, this is definitely a problem. (laughs) This is something we're so going to destroy everything in the five minutes if you're not going to take care of it. I said, I promise you, this is the best thing ever happened to us. And we're going to figure it out in five minutes, I promise you. So it's really the reality. It's in, I'm not, I've done it in every single time. The most biggest problems you can come up with, that was the best thing ever came to us and ever happened to me. Because why? I focused on solution immediately. I did not waste my time or energy for my stress. And then I came back home to negative towards my sister or my dog or anybody, I mean, four walls between my house, whatever. Yeah. So, so I focused immediately on solution. So, for example, if you call 911 and when emergency is coming to get you, right? When you say you have a problem, yeah. what happens, they don't ask you the details. No. Why your boyfriend beat you up? Where the boyfriend mm-hmm. was born? Is no. he had a boyfriend, friends and family? If he had a dog, by the way, or he liked to eat carrots or potatoes. So no, they just ask you a fact and they're focusing on solution immediately. This is the fact. What happened? We don't need the story behind and let's focus on solution. Time is precious. So that's how you should be acting. Every time you have that call where you says a problem or something happened, Again, you live in the most beautiful, powerful world. You have the most beautiful God's given brain. You have thousands of solutions as minimum three in each or situation. Amen. And focus on the solution. That's the hack number two. Then another hack, I would say, if you really want to achieve something, become the best in something, whatever you choose to be. If it's a shoemaker... Um, my shoemaker probably makes a million dollars a year, to be honest with you. The one fixes my shoes. Yeah. I can't even get the guy because he's so busy fixing all these nice shoes. And and people pay so much money and you can't even get on the line to get stuff even done on time because he's too busy. So, and he multiply his business and multiple locations. Just become the best in something. Choose something that you will enjoy it so much mm-hmm. and become the best at it because when you're going to become the best at it you're going to be booked no advertising needed you're going to be the best you can raise the prices you can drop the prices you can do whatever you want you become the best in one thing stop doing everything 
just become the best in one thing. So that's the hack number three. Nessa, thank you so much. And here's a little secret why I asked the three hacks. Wow. I'm really listening for what I should be doing after I get off this call, right? And so these hacks are, it's a, it's a what's that, what's that word? I'm really listening to what I can be doing in my business, right? So anybody that's listening can apply this to their lives, but really it's, it's a great reminder for myself to say, hey, go and do this. She's already done it. You can also do it. You've got the help. You've got the support. So thank you so much, Nissa, for those lovely hacks. You're absolutely welcome. Most important, if those hacks are going to create some any, any better, that's all that matters. But you're already saying it's already encouraging <laughs> you to take action. That means we're doing something right here. Absolutely. Amen. All right. Let's jump into this rapid fire questions. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Mm. I mean, my work is such a big hobby. I wish mm. I went to deep biology sessions <laughs> and mm. like analyzing and rainforest. I don't know. It's, it's, I tell this all the time to, to my even family members. I said, if I had a full science and went on a full journey, the way the medical school or whatever teaches you, I probably would be the most dangerous threat <laughs> from a surgical world right now. I would yeah. be literally the most dangerous thing. So I think I just wished because my mom put me again in the in the things that she taught I should go like medical uh, music school, art school, landscape design and things like that. So I wish I just spent my hobby was all about as a kid, I was analyzing, you know, frogs and things and nature and everything. So I wish I went more into biology instead, um, yeah. instead, because right now I have to catch up and I have no time. I still have to learn these things. And I'm like, okay. So it's a little, it's a little challenging because you, you have a lot of things going on in your plate. Yeah, I, I totally understand. All right, next up, what did you want to be when you were a child? Save the world. Save the world. And, and I was saving... Are. I was just saving everybody. I was saving animals on the street. I remember because I was the oldest child. Mm -hmm. So I used to be responsible for cleaning home, taking care of my brother, sister. Yeah. My mom actually gave me both of them when I was age 12. So I became a mother of the house myself, yeah. uh, age 12. So I had take full house responsibility. And yes, because I was responsible, that allowed me to bring homeless dogs at home to wash them, clean them, and actually kick them out before my mom comes back home yeah. and the house. So she would never know that dogs are actually came in the house because she would literally be so mad at me. <laughs> so the neighbors told her, like, your daughter's bringing all these homeless dogs and cats and everything. Do you know that? It's like, no, but she caught me six months later, but I, I stopped. So I was really big heart helping people or animals. I, I still am. Awesome. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Notebook, because it's a story of love. Yes. And since then, I really never watched movies anymore. <laughs> documentary, science-based. Yeah. Um, 
but then I used to watch movies when I was like 10, that was 10 years ago. Sure. Uh, notebook, because it does bring you back for those values, for 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 how love, and love is still incredible. We just have social media right now destroying our society. Mm. But uh, I'm still standing on the same page with the notebook. <laughs> I love it. All right, next question would be, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? I was asked a similar question actually somewhere and oh what is my favorite celebrity and mm. I would be probably someone who does have a power to change the way I want to change things in five minutes change the laws change everything and free people yeah. from disease from fear from all the stuff we are misguided on so somebody can benefit from us yeah. and feed in our fear so i would be probably i don't know a president or whatever i need to be at this point i probably would create my own role in a movie mm -hmm. you know like i don't know somebody that empowered that does have a power to make the huge impact very fast and i think we can get you there my friend uh just finished a documentary for another friend of mine and they're getting like hollywood is taking a look at this stuff. So if you want to work on a documentary on your company or on or, or Nissa, you know, we can definitely make that connection. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Next question. Who is your favorite superhero? From the business perspective, my superhero is definitely Nikola Tesla. Mm -hmm. From the personal world, because I do have a two worlds and sometimes it's very hard because in the business you have to operate as a business person and, and yeah. sometimes hard because you have a big heart and you want to just give and do. But from personal, I would say Mother Teresa. Yeah. Love it. All right. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? If I'm so sorry, if I a board game, like chess, Monopoly, shoots and ladders, like what game? Would represent who you are. <laughs> Those are tough <laughs> questions. <laughs> you got me here in trouble today. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, this is the last question. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. I think I would be uh, a queen. Um, I would be a queen. Yeah, on a chest because I I would have a power to change again. Goes back to the power. Yeah. Because I really, really want people not to suffer. I suffered half of my life. I know what yeah. it feels like. It. I promise one day I'll I'll make the change, and I, I I'm doing it. But it's never enough. You know, you yes. say hundred or thousand or ten thousand. It's just never enough. You just want to do more people, and you say yeah. we don't have to suffer. There's yeah. a solution out there. I love it. Well, Inessa, thank you so much. Where can my audience find you? Nessus, so nessushemp.com is the best way to reach us. If you have any questions, that's where you can purchase our most certified, cleanest, authentic CBDA hemp product on the market that can make a huge difference in your life. And at the same time, uh, if you have any questions for customer service for, about me or my work or anything like that, so Nessus Hemp. Uh, through customer service it's easy to find me there um i love it yes, this is him. easy perfect well thank you so much nissa for 
the opportunity to speak with you and opening my mind to where the world that I had an inclination that this entire system was rigged and you've kind of uncovered a lot of that and I might have to bring you back and talk more on that topic uh, in a future episode thank you again thank you so much for having me here today and god bless everyone all right take care and see you in the next episode thank you congratulations you made it to the end of the episode thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode please send me an email at junaid at hexandhobbies.com to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website.